The New Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of The New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments, and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. Hey, it's Andy Barker here, and welcome to another episode of the New Grad Physio podcast. There is one simple question that you need to ask every single patient that you see and this question is something that you're going to ask your patients or the athletes that you're working with towards the end of your time together when you're getting towards the end of that rehab journey and the end of that rehab program and it's really key to make sure that your patient is ready and confident to return to higher level activities this might be going back into their job occupation it might be a return to running it might be a return in to sport it does not matter it might be something completely different but failure to ask this question can lead to really poor outcomes it can really it can lead to a return to activities for patients that are not ready and just don't feel ready to go back to running to sport or back into their you know occupation I actually asked this question specifically to an athlete that I was working with. So she is a professional netball player. I currently do some consultancy work with a team in the Vitality Netball Super League. And she's currently in her off-season. We're due to go back into sort of pre-season testing and training at the back end of September, early October. So she has... Previously suffered an ACL injury. She actually had an ACL injury on both both her knees, but her m- most recent one on her left, she had a- ACL surgery, and she's gone through the full rehab program. And at the moment, she's almost just ticking over. We're going through some again, touching touching on some of sort of end stage sort of drills and tasks to keep her keep her I guess moving ticking over until we can restart training because at the, at the moment the team are not training together so she can't tend to train with the team and, and, and do um, do netball specific training in, in that regard clinically and from a, a physio perspective she's ready no, we feel like we've covered all bases and that she is ready to return to training. We have all the data, the numbers, the tests to prove this, to prove that her knee is structurally sound and 
she's gone through that full rehab process from from start to finish and she's completed all the tasks simulations to test her knee out ready for a return to netball but is she ready you know what could uh, and what should we ask as therapists to make sure that she is ready because put really simply we might feel that she's ready but if we don't ask our patients and athletes if they actually feel ready we'll never know so the question i posed to her yesterday and i'm maybe slightly paraphrasing but was along the lines of if you're going to fully train tomorrow or complete a really tough physical netball session is there anything that you'll be worried about or anything you feel that we've not practiced to get you ready for a return to full training she responded with no and she actually she felt a hundred percent she was really confident about going back into training which is great because we feel from i guess from a clinical point of view and from a physio you know physical point of view that she's ready and she's done what she needs to do to be integrated back into training but she also feels like she's ready she has the confidence to go back into training and that her her knee is sound and she's happy with that the only thing she was actually worried about was more the worry about passing, catching, and shooting, and actually, you know, doing netball in terms of in terms of that space, um, having not been involved in obviously training for for a decent period of time. Using, I guess, a similar sort of question, like she was fine, and we don't really need to action anything in regards to to this, other than maybe actually we spoke around actually her practicing some skills and how she might do that and, and liaising with the actual the technical coaches to try and use the next sort of period of time which is four or five weeks till we'll start actually training to actually get her better at her passing catching and shooting but i've had athletes and patients in the past that when i've asked the same similar sort of question have actually flagged certain things that maybe i'd not considered i always think back to to an athlete, a rugby player that I was working with, and he'd been coming off the back of um, a few operations over a twelve-month period. He'd pretty much been out. He'd been out for eleven months. Um, was a big old injury, and towards the, the end, I asked this question to him, and and he actually said, "Oh, do you know what I'd actually like to work on, Andy? Is you know when, when I'm back playing, I typically and I, and I'd seen this obviously having watched him play many many times." I like to. I usually catch the ball in this position and I make this sort of movement, do this sort of type of run, arc type run. Um, we've not done a lot of that. Can we practice it? And I was like, cool. So this is a sort of information that was like gold dust because you know I had not specifically done. I'd done similar sort of runs of that of that angle and arc, if you like, in in some of the rehab that we've done, but not specific to to what he was talking around. Um, so we actually created together some drills in the next rehabs on-field session that we did that incorporated some skill actually receiving a pass making this sort of arced angled run actually going to some contact with um, another member of staff with some shields and a couple of players um, to give him the confidence so that when he knew when he was going to step him back on the training pitch the, the week or so after that and going into his first game that he'd done everything that he wanted to do and he'd done actually some specific drills that were as close to as possible you know, recreating what he would want to do uh, on the field of play. And this is, again, it's, you know, it's happens with patients. They might tell you that they lack confidence in something, that they feel like they need to do more of something, something that you weren't aware of. Because if you don't ask the question, then you don't know. And you might think they're ready, but you, you might just not know. And, and a lot of the time, they might just need some reassurance. 
you must need to explain to them that like the reason you feel they are ready and the reason they are ready is because of x y and z and you might draw upon some of the rehab we've done before some of the testing stuff you might do in the clinic room or whatever that may be you might actually do some additional testing at that point to prove them wrong they might say to you for example i don't feel as strong i don't think i'm still as strong on this side compared to my unaffected side so you might do some testing in the clinic some strength testing you might do some some biomechanical testing using a jump app or or something like that to prove that they're actually they are as strong as the other side or they're within sort of normal limits that you'd be happy with you know, sometimes we might feel a patient is ready and we've done enough in terms of what we've delivered in terms of our rehab plan, but that this might not sometimes be enough for your patient. So again, we need to ask the question. This is quite an informal way to attain this information by asking a simple question. Ultimately, do you feel like you're ready to go back to X, Y, or Z? You can do this more formally and you might get your patient to complete something like a PHQ-9 assessment. So there are specific assessments that you could use, like the PHQ-9, that are some, there's even specific ones for certain joints or injuries, which ultimately serve the same pers- purpose. Sorry, What we're trying to do here is attain, if your patient, if your athlete, actually feels ready to return, and attain what perceptions, thoughts, feelings, and if there's any worries there associated about their injury on their return to um, to activity, and that might be activity being their job, running, sport, something completely different. It's going to be individual to each and every patient or athlete that you work with. But ultimately, the crux of it is, if you don't ask the question, then you'll never know. And clearly, sending a patient or an athlete back in to do something that they don't feel they're ready to do is not the right thing to do, is it? And that's, again, really simple, but we we wouldn't do that. So again, it's a really simple thing, but it's something that I don't think we always do with the patients and athletes that we work with, but something we certainly should be doing. So I really hope this helps. I really appreciate you joining me for another episode of the Neurophysio podcast. If you want to learn how to put all this together in real life, how to structure a great patient assessment, treatment and rehab plan, then you can learn more and learn how to do this by visiting newgraphphysio.com forward slash membership. If you like what you see, if it looks good, you want to find out more, then you can apply to get on board the membership and join our special members community. Just head to the bottom of the page or click any of the links, fill in the short form, hit submit, that gets sent directly through to me. I'll take a look and I'll get right back to you with some support. So even if maybe you might not be ready for the membership, you might not be um, a great candidate right now, um, I'll still reply to you. So I'll reply to every single person that applies for the membership. It might be that the membership can help you out. And again, we can talk about what the next steps might be to to get you on board. But check it out, newgraphphysio.com forward slash membership. Fill in the short form, hit submit, and I'll get right back to you. Thanks for listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. Before you head off, I just wanted to make sure you did not miss this. Alongside his podcast, Andy posts a weekly blog on his website, www.newgradphysio.com. You can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent PDF, The Five Breakthrough Steps to Confidently Treat the Shoulder Right Every Time, Avoid Mistakes and Stop You Feeling Less Adequate Than Other New Grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. 
to get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his new Grad Physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.